Hashem is Barach. Yom Rishon Leparshas Yisrael. Shnas Tavshin Ayin Vav. Yeshiva Deferes Avigdor. This week's parsha accords tremendous covet, a covet unlike any other covet, where a member of the Umay Sa'ila the nations in the world, not stam a member of the nations of the world, but a member who was aduk, who what you call was extremely committed to avoid desert. And not one type of avoid desert, not like a power of avoid they like to pray. Rashi tells us in Pasukir Aleph talking about somebody who was makir bechol avoidah zora sheba oyvah. What that is? That's mind-boggling. Now it doesn't say check it out. It says shaloi niach Avoid the Zara Shaloy Avoda. He tried a mull out. Mull, you read up on something. Yeah, you reject it. You don't like it. And Yisroy was the Kayan of Midian. And the Torah was mechabed him with a parsha, a chalik of Torah's Moshe Rabbeinu, a chalik of Torah's Hashem, a chalik of Nitzchias, la'olmei o'ilomu. And all of this, why? Because He was Vayishma Yisrael. In the first two words of the parsha, the Torah tells us the long and the short of it. Because Vayishma Yisrael. Now, let's understand we find four different types of Shmiya. There are, when somebody is confronted, every single one of us are confronted with something that challenges my present life. There are four reactions that a person 
exhibits four types of Shmias. First of all, we have the Shmia of Yisrael. What was the Shmia of Yisrael? Rashi says, Vayishma Yisrael ma Shmua Shoma Uba. From everything he had heard about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Remember, he was an involved player. He was one of the advisors of Parag. And he was Shama Uba. Now that's the biggest Chiddush. That's the highest level of Shmi. To be Shemeya and to actually Mechabal to change and actually do something the nature of a person is that a person when somebody comes and tells you something whether it be your spouse or your friend this is so common and many times a spouse begins to exhibit behavior different than he used to do or she used to do till now. Amola ben yeshiva. Suddenly you have somebody who was a masmid, who was from the amude hatovech, the pillars of the yeshiva, and suddenly you see a whole different type of behavior. And somebody calls, it's a legitimate question. Why are you acting? What happened? A change. Or sometimes you see a person who's just not living up to his potential and somebody points it out. Could be somebody starting to dress less bitsnius and a spouse or a parent puts the question, a legitimate question. I notice something about you, a change. What's What's going on? They have to realize that the Gemara says, Ovid Inish la'achzuke dibunim. You know what that means to say? That it's the norm of a person to stick by his word. If a person says something, even if it turns out to be a shtus, the hevel, and it's nonsense, the person, as that's how a mensch is, a person says, no, no, I'm right. I mean, it's the most absurd thing. I'm only having in yeshiva, a person is learning, and he says, a pshat, a total narishkeit, nishkeshtoigen, nishkefloigen, and somebody points it out to him, and the person says, no, but, but, or, you know what he says? I don't like to talk to you, I don't like, I don't, I don't enjoy talking to you. That's because achzuke inish bidibure. That's what a person is. Now, can you understand how much stronger it is if a person has a behavioral? If a person's dibur, a person is so legea, and a person is so biased toward his dibur, can you understand how biased he is to a person's actions? So for Yisrael to be Shama Uba was considered 
a tremendous, amazing might for a person to hear and actually willing to change. You're right. I'm going to make take steps to change. That is the highest level of Shemit. When we say Shema Yisrael, listen up Yisrael. What we mean is make a Shmiya that's going to motivate you to change. Then there's the next level down. It's called the Shmiya, which the Ummah Yisraelam, the nations of the world, experienced at that time. What, what was their Shmiya? They were also Shama. They also heard all about Yitzhiyah Spitzrayim. What was their response? Shamu Amin Yir The nations of the world heard Yir They became worked up it unsettled. Chil Ochaz Yoishve Ploshes. Fear gripped the people who inhabited the land. Then Nivhalu Alufi Edom. The Alufi, the leaders of Edom and the leaders of Mayav, Mamish, became confounded. They were gripped Nechzurad. They were gripped Mamish. The terror is not because all the people who dwelt in Eretz Canaan, in Eretz Israel, their hearts melted. Now that's a pretty strong reaction to hearing something. That's somebody who is listening pretty closely because no one told them directly that their heart should be melted. No one told them a message. Boys, we're coming for you next. We took down Mitzrayim and you're on, our, you're on our short list. So that'll make him angry. But it's a pellet. They heard. They were confounded. Sometimes you have a spouse who tells the other spouse, if you don't shape up, I'm going to have to leave you going to have to break up and the person doesn't have and the person gets very scared. I've, so I've seen this experience many times whether it was a husband to a wife or a wife to a husband. One said to another, I can't accept this any longer. Your behavior is totally unacceptable and I want you to do something. And the other spouse, when I spoke to them, when I spoke to her, they said, nah, they're not going to do anything. And I said, this time, they mean business. I'm telling you, as a matter of fact, I remember telling them, old fellow, your wife already spoke to the Rav about finding out the protocol of how she dumps you. Or I told this to a wife also. I said, really? Oh, that's serious. Oh, no, what would I do? What am I going to do? And they became concerned just recently. I'm involved with a fellow, a guy who has very challenged socially, very challenged, extremely challenged socially. He definitely has some 
I'm in serious condition. He has a whole family. His wife put up with him for many years. Wonderful person. And she then told him he's got to go get help. Or else. And then the tippish thought he's on the verge of becoming very wealthy. That's when he convinced himself. So he said to his wife, you know what, I'm going to divorce you first. His mother convinced him, get rid of your wife, so that she doesn't end up with your money. The mother was as smart as a mother cockroach. <laughs> first she gave Aetis Royce, and then stupidity, but the guy wanted to make sure, the guy said like this, I'm going to divorce you, I don't want you to get my money. No. Then he found out that if he gets the, but I'm not going to give you a get. I'm not going to give you a get, so I'll still have the past the salary of being married here. I won't have to give you my money, but I'm going to get divorced. Anyway, the wife got a lawyer, I told the wife, speak to a lawyer, and find out how to protect yourself. And the only guy said, whoever's, whoever's advising him is a real fool. Because if you get divorced, his wife's going to own half of what he has. <laughs> it's not going to help him to get divorced. Anyway, the guy was playing games. The wife taught him a lesson. He went away to a foreign country. The wife went and put a uh, travel ban on the guy. He was forced to give her a get which he didn't want to give, and he had it forced to give again. Now she told him, you're free to travel, go wherever you want, and I have to lose for you. If you get divorced for me now, I own half your money. I hope you get divorced. Meanwhile, the guy's not becoming wealthy. He's still dreaming about it, but... So, now it's the Michael Koyoshvi cannot. Now that finally the guy got his lesson. He has no home, he has no family, has a sugar to parents. That's all he has. His wife said, you want to come back? Want to get remarried? Sure. But you got to get help. What? you got to get help. If you get a help, talk about a guy who's serious issues. A guy could wear the same pair of pants for six months if his wife didn't put a new pair of pants out for him. And socks and everything else that goes with him. So he had a wife, took care of him. But... I've said enough's enough. But that was only a tip, right? That was what, that's why she left him. She left him with the guy who was a crackpot. And he wasn't being a responsible father, responsible parent. But some people hear this and they become frightened. Can't do nothing. They can't do anything about it. I've spoken to people who are on the verge of making a life-altering move. And I've told them, this, this move is going to change your life drastically. And I said, let me lay it out for you. You're going to end up, first of all, in jail. You're going to end up in poverty. You're going to end up an outcast. You're going to lose all your covet. And, and the people believed me. And they became afraid. And what happened? The fear disappeared. The fear, nothing happened. They garnished. Couldn't do nothing about it. They could not change. That's called the Shmias Ha'amim. Then you have a third type of Shmias. 
you have the Shmiya of the Mo'yofim. It's very common, Shmiya. What happened to the Shmiya? What was the response of the nations of the world? The response was the following. Vayokos mipenei b'nei Yisrael. They heard all about the miraculous episodes that happened to Cloud Yisrael. Moya was Vayokos. They began to detest the Cloud Yisrael. Very common thing. Somebody comes and tells you, why are you misbehaving? You're doing things that are detrimental as a parent, detrimental as a friend, detrimental to your job, detrimental to your social environment. You know what the person says? I hate you. And if he doesn't say it, he walks away and thinks, under his breath he says it, I hate this guy. Somebody gives me Musir, I hate that. Vayakas. That's serious Vayakas. And then you have the Shmiya of the Amalek. Four type of psychological responses to What was the Shmiya's Amalekim? What? You think you're going to tell me what to do? I'm going to be not afraid of anybody. I don't care who you are. I'm going to go to war with you. This is four type of Shmiyas. When we say Shema Yisrael, Hashem only came to us Shema Yisrael, we don't mean oh, Hashem, I can't stand you. <laughs> what a pressure. Hashem only came to Hashem, and there's nothing else but Hashem. And then you have another person who says, well, I'm going to fight Hashem. No, I'm not taking this anymore. I'm not going to have fear that kid. I'm not going to have people forcing me. Recently, was involved in a toy with a, a guy who's going off the derrick, and he knows he's great, and he's starting to, he starts to feel not, not comfortable with himself. So he wants to get rid of his guilt. So what does he do? He goes and eats pork loins. Eight pork loins and chabas. What are he doing? He's getting rid of his guilt. He's making sure he has Tim to my life. He said he doesn't have any guilt conscience. He's not sure anymore. Not 100% sure. That's what he said. Very scary. Very scary. I had a fellow, very nice fellow, I called him on the phone. I think he's guilty. Tell you a stupid fellow I once called Evershan. He had one of the derrick from a very Hashim family. Very, very Hashim. One Bacha, very, and he wasn't a bum. He was a, a bright, brilliant fellow. He went off. He didn't have mental issues. He didn't have learning disabilities. He wasn't a misfit. He was a very good fit. Everything fit. And I said to the guy, it's ever Shoshana today. I want to wish you have a good year. You should be Zeichem Adin. He said, hey, you think you're going to scare me? I'm not scared of this. And I asked the fellow, tell me, did you, before you went off, did you eat Shreif? Were you metamptim your leg before you went off? He said, I don't want to tell you. He said, I want to make sure that all your caches came not that wasn't what made you go off. The cashes came after you went off. 
So he said, I'm not going to tell you. But I said, did you start eating jerky? He said, I'll tell you one thing I'll tell you. My life doesn't disprove your theory. So my theory is that thank you, I appreciate the honesty. There's another guy recently. Are you still from? He was very upset. Very upset. He called somebody else, who I know, and said, how dare he ask such a question? The guy's behavior led me to believe that he wasn't from anymore. <clears throat> so I asked him the question. He tells somebody else, how upset he was at me. How dare I ask such a question? Why do I can't? I didn't scream at him. I just said a question. Are you still from? But I want you to know is, does he, what does he consider himself? Means I want to know if he's a mufker, ligamri, very painful stuff. Deal with somebody who you knew wasn't a stranger, somebody you knew, and you ask them such a question, they don't tell you, that's a frightening answer. That's a frightening answer. They're your cuts. They get upset. So these are the four shmias we encounter in our lives. And we are going to respond anytime somebody tells you something that doesn't stim with what you're doing, or doesn't stim, you don't want to hear these are the four responses to hearing such a thing. That same guy sent me a message to somebody else. Uh, I would appreciate in the future if you don't ask me such questions. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> I appreciate in the future there's such questions. Okay. But... Yisrael, we're talking about Yisrael there. Yisrael was a koimer, koye midyan. And he was a tremendous individual that he was shama ubo. Now, what was the pshat? It's a very strange thing in the Torah, if you notice. When the Torah introduces us to Yisrael, what is it, how does it describe Yisrael? It says, Vayishma Yisrael, Koye Midyan, and Choysen Moshe. So that seems to be a little bit of a opposite. Here you say the guy is the Shver of the Av Kolonavim, the one who took us out of Mitzrayim, I would think in this parsha, what you would want to say is, Vayish, Vayisrael, Chais, and Moshe. You, put, you, you give us, on one hand, Chais, and Moshe, and on the other hand, you give him the fact that he's Chai, and Midian. But what's the shadow of But the Torah is telling us the reason why Yisrael became so great. The reason why he was respected as the Chosen Moshe was because he was the Kayyadi. Because he was a person, now Rashi tells us, he wasn't stand the Kayyadi, he was somebody who tried out every avoid Zor in the world. He was, what was that meter? 
What's the underlying meaning that that motivated Yisrael to be Shama Uba? What would you say it was, Alicia? What would you say the underlying? He was a Mevakish. Yisrael did not say, this is what I was born like. This is what I believe. Yisrael was a constant Mevakish. I have called in many, many a person, or called up, or texted to different people and have asked them this question. I hear you're going through some life changes. And I ask you this question all the time. Are you seeking the truth? Is that what you're seeking? <clears throat> Most of them look at you with these big eyes, or they text you back a question mark. Like they don't know what I'm talking about. What's the shine? What's the shine? The Shaila is if a person is mevakesh the emes, then the response will be if you give him something rational, that person will be a shama uba. It's interesting. The Balaturim says that the word Yisroi is bigamatria koimer. He was a priest to avoid the Zerv. It also was the gematria, says the Balaturim, of the word Hatayra. Why? Because he came with his Gair the Mechabal the Torah. And the Kavani is as follows. The gematria of Yisra's name alludes to the fact that he was Taka avoid the Zerv the Gemesh. He had a drawer, and it led him to be Mechabal and Torah. The same thing that motivated him to become a Kaimer Lavoy was the same thing. I'll never forget, I one day got a call, which was one night, I got a call from some organization. They had what's called a study buddy online, if you want a Harusa, it's a Kira program. And you can call from anywhere and they try to get her some grub or something to learn with the person. So they call me up and say, we have a guy in Cleveland who would like to learn. He says he's very eager. Would you be interested in talking to him? I said, sure. Tell him to call me ASAP. In a half hour, the guy called me up. And he was a very, very eager beaver. I mean, the guy was like chomping at the bit. And I said, are you familiar with Shabbos? He said, yes, I've read about Shabbos. I've studied about Shabbos. I said, would you like to come for Shabbos? I would love to. And he came for Shabbos. And this fellow was a problem when he had it was he was a Puerto Rican. That was the problem. Small problem. But the guy was like such a roadster, it was not normal. 
And he was ready to make tremendous moves. He eventually left his family, and I spoke to his wife, and I said, do you have any hard feelings? He said, yes and no. He was a good husband. He wasn't a drinker. He wasn't a wife beater like all the other Puerto Ricans. But he's trying to find it. He is a seeker. So what do you mean? He said, all the years we were married, had three children. So he, he named his kid kids after one was Gabriel, after the angel Gabriel, and he read all about Gabriel, and he wanted his kids to have that attribute. One was Rachel, after Rachel Imenu, and the other one was, I don't remember, it was Aaron, Dan, Daniel or Aaron, I remember, and he had Babish, Kansas, Shikler, Tari, for each one. She said every night after dinner, he would go downstairs into a study, and he would search. I said, search for what? She said, he was looking for the real thing. And he's never stopped. She said, are you serious? I asked him. He said, yeah. He said, I'm looking for it. And I think I'm getting close to the end of my search. I said, are you aware of other religions? He says, a matter of fact, he actually went to college and he mastered in theology to study religion, to know the Mukhairis and how religions work and where they come from and mamish everything. He said, with all my, and I'm, and I'm, 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 I'm ready to have speeches, but with all of my ideas, I never saw the guy was such a mavakish, but he constantly was searching. And then when the Yiddish guy came, he was on fire. Divorced his wife. He moved to Bishop Park Apartments. And he got himself a new wife. Then we found out later on that his mother was actually Jewish. And discovered a lot of things about him. Most interesting person. Intelligent fellow had a difficult life, but he went to school, he was, he was a mensch. But I saw what men, and then I remember thinking about him, I always told my Yisrael, I said, you know, you're going in Yisrael's footsteps. But the mice, he had Jewish blood through his veins, and because his bikush was not stopped for years, not to give up the bikush to search. And most of us, we are very satisfied with our levels of Yiddishkeit. Remember there was another fellow that was once Makara who became very frum. And then he wouldn't answer my phone calls, I didn't see him for six months. He went to Israel and became very involved in Zionism. And then he came back, I met him someplace, and I see he's wearing one of these big white and blue yarmulkes. And I said, what happened to you? He says, I found myself. I said, really? You have a very strange way of showing you found yourself. He said, what do you mean? I said, to me, you look totally lost. <laughs> but that's what a person is. A person decides what he's comfortable with, and then the search stops. And he's not interested in hearing anymore. 
you have to know that to listen and to hear is the key to success. So I'll make an announcement.